It's just yeah. not worth it. It's like the complete opposite of Elden Ring, where everyone's arguing that uh, using magic in that game is overpowered and people can beat the game easily using magic that way. In uh, Strangers of Paradise, it's like, nah, nah, you get you get absolutely nothing for using magic. It's harder to play the game that way. Well, the only way it seemed like you could use magic is like you hold up your wand and build up like build up the magic. And so like the longer you built it up, the stronger it would be. But it's just like you have to stand still to do that. And when the boss is aiming directly for you, that's hard to do, you know? Yeah. So I was just like, I yeah, I I can see why people are saying that Elden Ring is uh, using magic and Elden Ring is just like kind of broken in a way because I've seen some really good spells. Yeah. So it's fun though. Yeah, like there's like this one like uh, uh, what is it like a you could have like a dragon head where it's like frost breath or whatever. It's like range is ridiculous and does a lot of damage. And I was just like, oh, okay. <laughs> I've I've literally been watching a streamer beat the whole game basically with that, with that spell. He's been using it ever since he got it, and that's how he's beaten like every boss. Nice. <laughs> Despite him being a, a, a mainly strength character, is this is this the where we actually talk about Elden Ring? Because we I actually started playing it. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, only already during last stream, you were lamenting like, "Nah, I'm I'm not gonna get it. I'm not into Souls games." And then here you are playing Elden Ring. Well, th- did you ever see? So I was like in the in a little message that you send out to everyone that's following you, it's like, oh yeah, I finally caved. Let's play some Elden Ring. <laughs> I literally, yeah. I literally, but I finally, I finally caved. It was worth it. Uh, so, so, uh, so how are you feeling about it so far? It's this good. is your first Souls game, right? It is. Uh, it doesn't feel too particularly bullshit at the moment. Um, but I, I, I've only fought very few bosses and none of which are, I feel like are the ones that are the hardest. Probably not only if you've only been playing for what you said, like three, like three hours, hours last night. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's not much at all. But I, I find it funny. I was like, I went, you know, you go through there and you go kind of like you you hit the first grace and it kind of tells you, hey, go this way. So so it kind of points you where it wants you to go. And uh, so I was going I was walking up towards that way and I hit a cave and like Evan was watching the was watching the stream and he goes, what the fuck? Where are you? And he's like, I've never seen this. And I'm like, you didn't see the cave that was literally right in front of you as you left the starting entry. <laughs> what the fuck? And it's like, I'm struggling with it because I'm just like, I don't really know how to play just yet. And the first mm-hmm. and that boss that they had was not particularly hard. It's just, I kept fucking up and he's just like, Oh yeah, I went in there. I went through a three shot it because I'm just so high level. And I'm like, great. Thanks. Thanks. For, thanks for boosting my confidence there. <laughs> thanks for the help there gentle you're right but yeah i was like i i can see why people really like the game um i think it i think it's very good and I, and usually with those open world games i don't find them particularly interesting but this one is like has just enough interest surprisingly has just enough in, as much interest and i think partially that is is because that whenever you whenever i look at the witcher like whenever I, like i'm gonna just take witcher 3 for example whenever i look to the map i just saw like a bunch of just a shitload on the map that you could do. And I'm sitting here going like, I don't want to go to everything here. When I look at the Elden Ring map, it's completely empty. Literally go explore. That's what it wants you to do. And I'm like, that I think is a better way to do open world to me. Because that way you unlock your journey by just like exploring the area. You can pick up missions that way. You can find new areas just by looking for them. 
and there not, there's not this giant map with a bunch of like different icons dotted around it. Yeah, and you're just like, I don't want to go to each and every one of these things. Like, there could be in like in like Elden Ring is like you could you could go down to this little place. There could be literally nothing in it. Whatever, sure. You just had to go check it out to see if there was something. Yeah, but is like not knowing what's down there. I think is one terrifying, and two is uh is uh is i think is a better way to do that because it gives me more intrigue as to what's down there if i see in the open if i see on the world map it's like oh there's a cave down here i'm like well i don't it's just a stupid cave i don't want to go down there you know yeah so i will say that i was like i i think i think i'm i'm figuring out what it is about open worlds that i don't i don't particularly like about them and i think i think the what, what elden ring is telling me is that don't necessarily throw out what's down there that's that's all I want to say. Now, obviously, you could miss a lot of shit doing that. I'm sure a lot of people, a lot of people playing Elden Ring for for playing it, will go like watch some other streamer and go, "What's this? I've never seen this." And it's just like it's something really early in the early part of the game, and just go, "I never played. I never saw this. I never did this." And then you come back here and you three shot it. <laughs> so yeah, but I think that's what kind of makes it cool because it's like, oh, you could just miss stuff, and then you come back here and you're like, "I'm the god now." <laughs> <laughs> it's like you must fear me that's I, I was like i thought that was kind of interesting i'm like i'm actually more i was more intrigued to this open world because i don't know what's there yeah i don't know what what are you have you played it a little bit what are your general thoughts so far or about the same about the same i mean we we kind of discussed this last week where i have played quite a few souls games so the the combat feels familiar to me I think what really got me going is the design of this open world because Dark Souls has always been that way in which you can, if you see something like off in the distance, you can go there and to have that all wrapped in this big open world. Now where every time you think you've reached the world's limit, it just keeps going and going and going. And there's just so much more to see and explore. It's a, it's almost a little overwhelming, but I, I like it, and the way this game approaches exploration is so... It works so much better than pretty much every other game out there. And I I think that's why so many so many more people, aside from just normal Souls fans, are really latching onto this one. I don't know. It, it just... It feels like... It, it is a Souls game, but at the same time, it feels like a different sort, sort of Souls game. Me not playing any really any Souls game prior to that, it's just that's the general feel I, I, I think I get. It feels incredibly refined, and I feel like this one's a lot more approachable than pretty much any other game in that particular series. Yeah, I think partially why I wanted to... I was going to... I, I cracked on Elden Ring was that I was like, I was talking to a couple, a couple friends. They were gushing over, and I asked. And the first thing I asked them was like, "Would this be a good introduction for somebody who's never really played a Souls game?" And they said, "Absolutely." Yeah. And I was just like, "All right." So, good place to start, and then maybe go work my way backwards. It's definitely a better start than Dark Souls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's what turned me off from Dark Souls One. Is just like I, I, I was, I just felt completely overwhelmed by all the bosses and i'm just like i am good yep so hopefully with Elden Ring, i can get the uh, general idea of the how the game plays and then get better at it i guess there there's the Elden Ring talk what is it two weeks after its release yep 
<laughs> we I love we, it. We do this incredible. We always do this thing where it's like, oh, the new big game comes out. Everyone's playing Elden Ring. Everyone's gushing over. Everyone's talking about it. And we're sitting here over like, it's Elden Ring. We haven't played it. <laughs> and then like two weeks later, we're like, yeah, this is a great game. <laughs> so speaking of old uh, games that no one plays anymore, have you ever heard of the game Lost Planet 2? Lost Planet 2. No. Yeah. That game is fire. It came out on the Xbox 360. <laughs> that is that, that that is that does feel old at this point. That's two generations ago. Yeah. Oh, when did, uh, I wonder when did Lost Planet 2 come out? Let's see, April 28th, 2010. Neat. Only 11 years old. I thought all the audience reviews are like I I've lo- I loved this game when I was a kid. There's a bunch of fucking nostalgia bait. Yeah. Man, that was a that's a this is a weird tangent that I that I put us on. I don't know. Man, I want to replay Lost Planet 2 now. Yeah. Have you ever played Lost Planet 2? I have gamer? Not. It, what is it like a Monster Hunter type game? No, it well sort of. <laughs> it's kind of like that, but you have guns and a grappling hook. Oh damn. So it's basically like it, it, it is you know how like you have the souls games and then you have Sekiro that has like a, he's a samurai with with a grappling hook that's it yeah this is the Sekiro of dark souls or <laughs> Sekiro of, Sekiro of dark souls uh, <laughs> great great flub me uh no no it's not Damn. it's a very it, it's like an arena third person shooter it, ah. and it's very weird in how it works uh, it's like there are giant monsters and creatures that you have to fight, but the movement is very slow, kind of like gears and and shit. No, and there's a story to it involving space pirates that no one gives a fuck about. Space pirates. <laughs> we can't just be I've, pirates. Well, we have to be space pirates. Yeah, I think I've played through this entire game at least twice, and I still don't know what the fuck it's about. <laughs> That's how little the story actually matters. I feel like that's so, the majority of people playing Dark Souls games because they don't know what the fuck is going on. They just kill bosses and then that's the, then they beat the game. Good job. Yeah. So Capcom took that game and was like, you know what people love about Lost Planet? The story. So let's change everything else. And then they made Lost oh. Planet 3, which is a game everyone hates. <laughs> and we haven't had a Lost Planet since. Well, sounds like it's time to reboot it. Yep. <laughs> like that's ever gonna. <laughs> ah, come on, Capcom could do it. They, they, they could do it. You know, they, they rebooted a Resident Evil with Seven. They, they could do it again, right? With Lost Planet. You're assuming that Lost Planet has as has as big of a fan base as fucking Resident Evil. Wait, you're telling me that it doesn't? No. <laughs> it's like the gaming audience is like, you know what? I don't want any more Resident Evil games until I get a sequel to Dark Void or Lost Planet. Those uh, those two 360 era era games, they need a sequel before we get any more Resident Evil. Exactly. You know, Resident Evil 9, screw it. We're making Lost Planet 4. Google, what the fuck is your is the problem with your related searches bar? If you loved Lost Planet, then you'll really love The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt. Yeah, totally. But wouldn't uh, you agree? Absolutely. Those 
two games are basically identical. Yeah, like they go hand in hand, you know. Witcher three, Lost Planet two, baby, let's go. They all had three games. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they did. So, uh, anyway, want to talk about something that's not Lost Planet? Sure, but why don't I do an intro before that? You know, 50 minutes in, let's do an intro. Still haven't done an intro. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to another episode of It's Just Gamer Talk. I'm the Gamer124. Join with me as always. It's Tom Cruise, can't lose. Oh, yeah, how you doing with your Lost Planets and Witcher 3s? Uh, you know, I'm I'm having a pretty good time over here. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, you know, we don't need to talk about Lost Planet anymore, but you know, no, we, do, we don't. We do. There was a state of play that happened last week, and uh, I'm gonna be honest with you, I was just like, there wasn't a whole lot I really cared about in here. Uh, uh they remind us that Strangers of Paradise is coming out and with a new demo. That's cool. You played the demo yep. a little bit, you want to talk about that? Sure, I thought it was really fun, and the boss fight was fucking bullshit. I I am very confident they designed that in such a way where I was like, before that point, I was like, okay, we got to kill Chaos. That's the guy's mission, whatever. But that, by the time I was done with that, I was like, okay, now I want to kill Chaos. This motherfucker made a fool of me in front of my Twitch audience, and I'm going to beat, beat the crap out of him for it. I just I'm not keeping how... him, God damn it. I love how they had the moment in there where, you know, the lady monologues after you beat that boss fight and the guy just goes bullshit and walks bullshit. away. <laughs> he he speaks only in subtle threats and grunts. <laughs> yeah. It's like at some big expository like dialogue about uh, restoring light to the crystals and the whole world is dependent on you and he'll just respond with huh. <laughs> And then walk the fuck away. It's it's so weird because like I, it feels like they took him from a different game and just put him in this one. Pretty much because they're like, yeah, yeah, we need to save the world, restore light to all the crystals. He's like, yeah, no, no, I I don't give a fuck about any of I was that. Like, just let me go fight chaos. Give me chaos. Give me chaos. I want. That's I all I want. Kill chaos. I just want to kill chaos. That's that's it. I, I literally don't care about anything else. Just kill me, kill chaos. And then when people are like, dude, what's your problem? And he's he's just like, I live killing chaos. I breathe killing chaos. That's all that's in my soul. I must kill chaos. I, I, I think that they're trying to with this with this game, they're trying to one make a like just make a giant joke where it's just like, you know, they have like this incredibly just like generic plot because it's I mean, the, the it's the plot that started all of like fantasy games. When it comes to yeah. Final Fantasy, but it's like you know and you have the generic where it's like the crystals in there. Yeah, it's just like they have crystals, you know, restoring light, blah blah blah, destroy the darkness, blah 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 blah. And he's just like, I don't give a fuck, I don't give a fuck, and stuff like that. So they're just like, they're just like, just I don't know if play. making a joke or if it's kind of just like, that's just who he is, you know? <laughs> yep. He's like, I just don't care about anything but killing chaos. Like, I I couldn't tell you. I care about literally nothing else. <laughs> Pretty much. And people will uh, people will ask, like, dude, dude, why? It's like, I don't know. Uh, that's just that's just the thing to do. It's just, just what I do, man. It's just what I do. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I was I was like, I, I can't tell if this is just one giant joke that they're trying to make, like, just that the story of, of Final Fantasy one, like all these people that are just so intent 
on saving the world from darkness and eating the guys like me or if it's like gonna play into something bigger <laughs> you can't i don't know guess that's the mystery of the game right right so we'll see yeah that, that one comes out this week doesn't it a couple days yet i think so yeah i think if you pre-order it you can play it a few days ahead of time so nice i think that's how it is on playstation also is it is that game coming out for pc i don't remember if it is or not i don't know if it's on steam strangers paradise oh it it is coming to pc it's on the epic game store that's right because i was like because my brother my brother told me it's only on playstation i'm just like i don't think that's right no it's it's coming to everything really it's ps5 pc and the xbox yeah that's what i thought and i'm just like hmm. oh they have the demo i guess that allows you to carry over progress so maybe i do want to play it if it's going if they're going to carry over the progress so we'll see maybe i'll do that on wednesday or something so we'll see i i do want to interject i was gonna when we were talking i was gonna buy lost planet 2 for you on steam as a no. joke because there's a cap because there's a Capcom sale going on right now. Oh. And I can't even doing, do it jokingly because they're selling Lost Planet 1 and 3, but they're not, you but they won't sell 2, 2 anymore. <laughs> that's fucking funny. <laughs> Holy shit, that's great. I didn't see that uh, uh, so, uh, Resident Evil 8 is on sale right now. Huh, interesting. Uh, uh, so the demo did essentially what it was supposed to do. Like, I was kind of eh on buying it like out of the gate when the game first came out and I was like after the demo I was like this is pretty dang good I may need to buy this now yeah I mean yeah. It's, I it's was like, gonna buy it eventually regardless it, it, it's like I told my brother I was like this month I I, I feel my wallet extremely light because I I, I, bro- I broke and I bought Elden Ring and then like later this week I, uh, Strangers of Paradise comes out and then the week after that Tiny Tina's Wonderlands comes out so I was just like, fuck, it's three games. I want to play oh. right there. Man, what other games are coming out this month? Let's see if we can make that wallet a little more light. Oh, don't worry. It's already really light. Hey, hey, the GTA 5 update comes this month. Ooh. Do you want to pay $10, $20 for a game just so it looks basically identical on next-gen systems? Yeah, baby. Yeah, ne- yeah me neither. Fuck it. I'll play it on like 360. I don't give a fuck. Right? Oh, Persona 4 Arena Ultimax. God, I forgot about that one. That that comes out in literally a couple days. Yep. Lucky. So now, also, also, you did, you see, did, you, did you see that? Uh, so Atlas has been sending stuff to Kenny Omega, like just like promotional stuff for the game because he's no. hosting like an event, a charity like uh, event for that game where you you come play and if you win, you you get to donate the prize money to some charity that you that you pick. That's awesome. So I was just like, I'm, I'm sitting here going, wow, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> and I'm just like, Kenny Omega's literally got like the old like joystick with the with the four buttons with like the Arena Ultimax on it. And I'm just like, that's fucking dope. <laughs> that's, I thought that was really funny. So are you in, in any way interested in um, Weird West? Not particularly. Okay. That also comes out this month as well as Ghostwire Tokyo. Yeah. Which is on the PS4. They had the they had another trailer showed for it. Yep. But uh, I don't know. I I think that the original idea of what that was that what that was going to be I thought I think was better than it ended up being. Yeah. I don't know. I get you. I mean maybe I maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong though. It was MLB 20, 2022, The show. 
that amazing looking game. I mean, it only looked like shit on the on the on the P or on the on the Switch. On the PS4, it still looked like shit, but not as bad. That was that was about it. That was about all I really saw for this month. Go back through. Uh, they showed off. So they showed off the Ghostwire Tokyo. I'm not particularly a fan right now. So is it only out on PS5 by the way? That game. Ghostwire Tokyo. I thought it was PS5 and PS4. I thought it was coming to PC. Uh, let's see. So uh, it launches twenty March twenty fifth for on the PS five, but I don't know if it if it's anything more than that. It is. It is on Epic Game Store. Okay. So it is coming out on PC too. If anyone interested, I guess. Yeah. the The one that I I I every time I see so they also shut off like another trailer for for Spoken and God damn does that game look fucking great. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it'll like if it's just the trailers that make it look great, but it just looks so good. Like the combat and the movement and everything about that, it just looks so goddamn good. I'm like, I really hope the game is like that because if it is, it could be. It could be like, it could be up there with potential game of the year. Maybe. Uh, I don't know. I feel like uh, hitting Elden Ring numbers is going to be hard for. Basically oh yeah. Any I'm not game saying it could. I'm not saying it would win, but it could be. It could be nominated. A contender, at least. Yes, it could be nominated, yeah. at least. Yeah. Like, I don't think it necessarily win, but I mean, depending on how good the game may or may or may not be, but it look by just by the looks of it, looks like it's incredibly fun. Uh, the only thing that about that was the big punch in the dick was the uh, October release date that it showed, considering that it was supposed to release this month. That was the game was supposed to re- release this month as well. Yeah. So I was just like, "Fuck, man! I'm gonna wait now until October 11th." Hey, at least that's my birthday month. So nice. So at least now I can play it for my birthday. <laughs> hey, thanks, Square. Maybe. <laughs> Hopefully, it doesn't get delayed again. Because I really think they're trying to hit this uh, October release date, so that way they get, they're on track to release uh, the FF16 early next year. Yeah. I was expecting to see more from uh, Final Fantasy 16. Oh, it's supposed to be May, not March. I thought it was supposed to be this month. Sooner than October. That's all you really need. They got the the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Cowabunga Collection. Whoa, which is just like the old uh, like arcade games, but they're going to be on consoles. I was like, cool, I guess. I was like, man, sure. you really wasted. You really wasted like five minutes playing that. All right, I, sure. I feel like you could have just shadow dropped that on Steam. Yeah, I think you could have as well. But you know, they they spend five minutes on it. Sure, Gund- Gundam Evolution. You know that that game looks like Overwatch. It looks so much like Overwatch. I'm surprised they haven't been sued by Activision Blizzard yet. <laughs> Like the HUD and everything that it looks like, it looks exactly the same. Come on, man! Overwatch doesn't look this bad. No, but like the HUD and the gameplay and, and like the modes, like the art it style, looks even, identical to... it looks identical. Even looks like Overwatch. <laughs> I don't get. I don't it. get it either. If they wanted to revive like the Gundam like video game genre, why are they making a competitive multiplayer? What looks like a third-person shooter? I, I just why? I, I I don't I don't know I don't I can't begin to fathom in my brain why that is. Want to talk about weird games as well as Jojo Bizarre's Adventures gets like a fighting game? Yeah, dude, that shit looks fire. 
I know, I know, I know, I know that you don't watch JoJo's. It just is. It's, the- such, it's such a weird show. And it's just like the art style. I'm just not a huge fan of. Dude, this game looks so much fun, though. I'm you sure. Gotta- I'm sure it will be. But I'm just like, how much is the really catch on? I guess people who watch JoJo might like it. <laughs> okay. Now we just need to get you to play watch JoJo so no, you can like it and then no. play this game. I, I yes. Think, no, I'm good. Yes. I'm good. Gamer, how many times have I said you'll enjoy something and then you'll be like, like nah, nah I'm, I'm not into it. And then you play it and then you love it. I I know I'm at least two right now with Alan Wake and Elden Ring. I've I've seen bits and pieces of of JoJo and I go, this is weird even for even for my standards. Like usually I I can look past the weird if there's some cool stuff underneath, but it's just so weird that I'm just don't even want to. <laughs> it's just not for me. You'll get into it eventually. Whatever you say, bro. Anyway. I I have I have seen the future and and JoJo's is in there. Uh probably not. But you know, but moving okay. on. <laughs> moving on. Moving on. Uh the only the the game uh, Trek to Yumi kind of looked interesting, but it kind of looked like a almost like a watered down Ghost of Tsushima, and that's not saying that it's going to be bad, but I'm just like it it hits that samurai it, type feel that's that it, what it, it looks like. It, yeah. It just feels like it's like why why shouldn't like I just it, play Ghost Tsushima? It, it looks like if Inside was a samurai game, if that makes any sense. Yeah. I mean, it's like they got the black and white feel to it. Cool. I don't know. It, it's like it's the, when you make these types of games, of course, your the your comparison is going to be going to be Ghost Tsushima. And considering it's on the PlayStation, everyone's going to think that. Yeah. So sure, it'll be fine. Sure, it'll be pretty cool. I think it's made by I think it's being published by Devolver. So that's pretty cool. I was like, I, I think. I think I'd rather just play Ghost of Tsushima. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, Returnal is getting a free update for co-op and the Tower of Sisyphus, which I don't yeah. really know what that what that is. If it's just kind of like a endless kind of fighting tower area, I don't know. They, I don't think they really went into what it is. Gamer, you need to get a PS5 so you can play that with me. I've been wanting. I've been wanting to play Returnal ever since I watch some people play the game and i was just like this looks fucking awesome I, i'm not gonna lie i had my doubts about returnal honestly same but i, I but i was like eh, let's let's give it a try and then i picked it up and played it it's like holy shit this game rules yeah fuck me like I, I remember seeing the trailers like before the ps5 was released like it was supposed to be like it was an on-release launch and i was just like and I was just like, ah, this doesn't look that good. And I was like, is it really going to be that good? No, it actually is really good. So I was like, oh damn. So no, you're you're going to get a PS5, and then we're going to, and then we're the two of us are going to play this and have lots of fun. Yeah. Please. So apparently, the Tower of Sisyphus is just an endless fighting like tower. It's pretty much, you just like fight and survive until you basically die, and you get rewards based on how far you go. That's what it looks like, yeah. So I guess it's just like it's kind of like post game, like you've done, like all like you basically beaten like every boss, you've done like every challenge so far. It's like here, come in here and just fight your way until you die and see how high score you can get. And I was like, that's pretty cool, especially if you can do it in like co op. Like, God, some people are gonna get so high in that tower then. Yeah, but I think this is like a good for people who are maybe a little burnt down on Returnal and just going, hey. 
we can play co-op now. And we got this like cool tower we can go up now. Yeah, we're going to reach the top, by the way. I, I That's happening. It doesn't sound like there is a top, but, you know, we'll say that. We'll reach the non-existent top. It's like I getting like... a level six hype train on. See, uh... he, here's the thing. So I, I read this Tower of Sisyphus and I remind myself, this is what Babylon Fall should have been. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> this is what Babylon Fall should have been. And it's just not. Are we really going to go about to go back into how bad? Babylon's fallen. No, I just wanted to point that out. I was like, that's literally what I wanted it to be, though, and it just isn't. Yeah. So that's upsetting. Uh, the only other two, the other two, they showed off two more from two more uh, new games from Square Enix: the Deal Field Chronicles. Deal Field, I think is how you, I don't know how you say it, but yeah, uh, which has this could... like uh, almost like a, it, it's like. It's kind of like XCOM because, but it, instead it's like real time where it's not like turn based. It's like, oh, you move your characters. There was another game I played like this that played exactly like this, and I don't remember what it is. It, it's, it's a cool concept in theory, but most of the time I don't feel like it's done very well. I, I'm going to be real with you. I could not possibly be less interested in this game if yeah. I tried. Yeah, I was like, it looked interesting, and then I was like, if it was turn-based, I think I'd be more interested in that in it. Does it almost feel like uh, a, almost like a Fire Emblem type game? But I'm like, yeah, ah, but nah, nah. I think I'm good. And uh, the other one would be the Valkyrie Elysium, which has this so really funky art style to it. So apparently this has been a series for a while, the Valkyrie series. It's like the Valkyrie series is back in a brand new action RPG from Square Enix. And it's like, what? what is the Valkyrie series? I was like, yeah, we've never. It must have been like a Japan only thing. I guess so. My only thing Here about it is like it is like the characters themselves looked so funky compared to the 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 world that they're the, in. The, the world around them, the world around them looks ultra realistic. But then like the the characters themselves looked almost cartoony yeah and it really threw me off and there's very few art styles that ever like kind of jar me and that was one of them they they just look like they don't really belong there yeah. and it's very bizarre to look at yeah that's that's how i looked at it so i don't know i i i've never really like it's it's just another one of those like games. I was like, I'm probably gonna skip it. So. What the fuck it, is it? Is this a phone game? What the fuck? Maybe I don't know. This is a thrilling new action RPG in the in this franchise. So it must be must have some games prior to it. Well, um, I I looked up the Valkyrie games and I'm just not seeing them. Okay, we can we can move on. I'm, I I'm curious though. Phantom Gate, The Last Valkyrie, is this it? No, that's very much not it. Yeah, I'm moving on, though. I don't really, okay. really care enough that, but I was like, yeah, I, I was like, it's it's kind of cool to have these state of plays, but there's not a whole lot that I was, like, super interested in, like, Stranger's Paradise demo. I was like, oh, cool. I guess I could play that to try and try it out uh, before the game actually releases. Um, and also just to remind everyone, hey, that comes out soon. Uh, another yeah. look of Forspoken was looks fire. It looks really good. <laughs> um, and the updates to Returnal, I'm like, yeah, I still need to play that game. But yeah, I will definitely. Uh, it's definitely cool. And when when uh, the PS5 does come in, I'll uh, I'll have to play with you. Nice. <laughs> when when that happens, I'm I'm sure we'll. I'm sure we'll succeed eventually. Yeah. Right. 
so. like we got like we were able to somehow get me one yeah i don't know it's like i was like i even if i wanted to go for that like walmart restock today i was like you needed to be like a walmart plus subscriber and i'm just like i looked into that it's 15 that fucking shit. it's like 15 fucking bucks just to just to look at the damn deal i'm like fuck yeah. that also, they sold out faster than it than any of the restocks apparently had at this point. So I was like, "Oh, cool!" So there was no way in hell I was ever going to get one. And also happened in the middle of while well, I was at work. So that's yeah, you know, <laughs> just wasn't wasn't going to happen. But yeah, that's like the state of play from uh, was it last week. Yeah, March. Yep. from like a one from la- March 9th. That's Wednesday. So, but there was another one that was announced uh, for. March or March seventeenth, so a few couple days from here, and it's literally only going to be the Hogwarts Legacy, the game that was shown off what twenty twenty, and then we didn't see anything about it in twenty twenty one, and people were wondering, hey, what the fuck's going on here? And it isn't it supposed to come out this year. I think it is. I think it's supposed to come out this year. Nice. I don't know if they have a release date for it. Maybe they'll show one off at this next one, but I don't know. I think like you and me said, like you and me said before we started here, is like I don't really care. No, it's probably be a state of play. I don't. I'll I'll just kind of skim over, and if there was anything interesting, we'll talk about it. But I'm just like, it's it's weird to think that it's weird to think that like oh, Harry Potter stuff is happening, and I'm just like cool. <laughs> well, it's like you think about Harry Potter, and you really just think like okay what's what's there really going to be what are you really going to be able to do in this game you're going to be doing magic going throughout all hogwarts and all this other all this other shit it's like you're in this world that's populated with wizards you have all this all these spells all this other you know shit you can do but outside in the world of harry potter it's just the normal world that we live in every day it's just like there's this secret magic society that we don't see. It's I, I don't know. Yeah. To take something, an idea that's as cool as magic and wizardry and to make it as dull as Harry Potter has. I don't know. I don't know. It's one of those games that kind of like after after the movies kind of went away. I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't really care. <laughs> I mean, we're getting um, the Curse of Dumbledore, or whatever this year. Yeah, yeah the Secrets of Dumbledore. I think that one's like April. I don't know. I I like the I liked Fantastic Beasts and the Crimes of Grindelwald, so I'm just like, yeah, I, I'm curious to see how they end it. If apparently, if that is the end, <laughs> this isn't gonna be the ending. No, there's apparently gonna be like five more. Holy shit! What the fuck? Well, you heard. Well, you heard when uh, the series started, they planned for like six, seven movies, right? Well, I didn't think the Grindelwald was going to be like the main thing for like a thousand years. <sighs> oh well. Just one of the, it's one of those like uh, franchises that just loves loves to stick around, and everyone just goes, "Why?" <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you know it's really funny. Like, hey, you're every, still here. Every everyone just everyone just like I was. I literally heard like the conversation that like oh yeah, everyone loves Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings movies are great, and then everyone just mm-hmm. thinks about the Hobbit and like, yeah, you were kind of shit, 
But, uh, you know, Lord of the Rings is still great, so we're just going to ignore you and move on here. I feel like that's what everyone is with the Fantastic Beasts series so far. It's like everyone remembers the yeah. Harry Potter movies and then just kind of ignores the Fantastic Beasts movies. And I, I find that very awkward. That's weird, because uh, I actually like the Fantastic Beasts movies a little better than some of the late-stage Harry Potter movies. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think I think the first I think the first one was really was really good. Yeah. The second one was like it was still good. I still think the first one was better. Mainly because it was Fantastic Beasts for Harry Potter for Her- for Fair Fantastic Beasts. Like yeah, the the second one was not as good as the first, but I still enjoyed the second one. So me, I was just, I was just find that funny. I was like everyone just there's still Harry Potter stuff going on, and so everyone seems to not give a fuck. <laughs> Yeah. I'm like, okay. But yeah. So that that that's state of play, I guess, if anything interesting comes up and it's like all of a sudden Hogwarts, I guess is it it's supposed to be set before Harry comes to Hogwarts, right? I believe so. I think so. I don't think it's afterwards. Is it? I don't know. I I don't even Uh now I'm curious. Hogwarts, Hogwarts legacy. Let's see. Uh, or. It's many years before the Harry Potter novels. There you go. So, yeah, it's stuff. It's before Harry. Okay. Cool. I, gu- I guess this is what WB is working on instead of trying, instead of the. <laughs> that and uh, Gotham Knights, which I guess is slated for an October release. Uh, so that's what they've been working on instead of a fucking another Lord of the Rings game. <laughs> making a Lord of the Rings game? Hey, how could it be making a game for a different superhero like Wonder Woman or some shit? But no, we're we're doing Hogwarts Legacy and Arkham Knights. Yeah, yeah, that's fun. It's not like you can make a third installment for the Shadow Shadow of whatever thing and finish out that story. But nah. But- nah, nah, nah. That game series that everybody loves and highly acclaimed and really needs a conclusion, but nah, we can yeah, yeah, can do this instead. I would really like a conclusion to that. I was like, I, you kind of left it really open ended with the Blade of Galadriel DLC, is all I'm trying to say here. <laughs> so, you think we're ever going to get in get a conclusion? I really hope so one day, but I kind of doubt it. So. Anyways, moving on. Uh, you know what? We'll 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 do this. So, uh, it's gonna be quite a shift from what we were just doing. But uh, hate raids are back. Uh, on on Twitch, big surprise. Hate raids are back because Twitch refuses to still do any fucking thing about them. But you know, they insist they are doing stuff about it. I will argue that they are not. Um. I mean, they did go away for a little while, didn't they? They went away because uh, they went away because people were bringing them to the forefront. Now they went away, so they're doing they're doing the thing with kind of like what cop what what the whole DMCA thing was doing is that they were a problem for like a month or two, then they all went quiet and everyone didn't give a fuck about them because they were stopped and everyone thought, "Yay, we did it, we won." No, you didn't. You they literally are just waiting for the next opportunity to come and fuck everyone's day up. Specifically, this time they're targeting women and LGBTQ plus streamers. 
And with Women's History Month going on right now, who do you think they're going to target? <laughs> you know? Fucking, yeah. So, it, it's... I mean, it's the same shit that happened before. It's 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 all you know. It's just a bunch of people coming in saying just rude, abusive shit, and just like, wow, it's fucked up. And I I don't know. Is Twitch says they're taking steps on addressing the situation, including new account verification options and legal actions against the worst offenders this time that might actually sort of work, but it's not going to fix the whole problem. Um, but well, well, the thing that sucks about people that do shit like this, and I'm, I'm not, I'm not giving Twitch a pass by any means, but people that are this nasty will always find a way to continue perpetuating that it's like, Oh, we built new uh, barriers to keep you from, being an asshole to someone oh well, we're gonna do everything in our power to break those down so we can still you know fuck people over uh, yeah uh, like obviously there's something that twitch can do about it and they could really be doing more but hateful people find a way to keep being hateful yeah and pretty much it, it, it sucks so it, it's it's one thing so the uh, They've kind of, Twitch kind of said that, oh, here's some things you can do to help, you know, uh, make sure that hate rates aren't going to impact your channel very much. And they, the one thing they recommended is turning the auto mod that's on to the Twitch page up to level three, which automatically mm -hmm. turns on follower only, slow mode only, and enables uh, that you have to have uh, a verified phone and email address. And it only allows raids from friends. Now, if you're really that concerned that you're going to get hate rated, then yes, I would suggest doing that. Think about it, though, especially if you're a smaller streamer, you want to leave open a majority of those things. Like, I don't feel like a lot of people have done the phone verification to me. Like, there's just something about it. Yeah. That, like, I turned it on probably, what was it, the, what was it, a couple days after the, after the verification, and nobody knew to verify their phone, so nobody could talk in my stream. So I turned it off so people could talk. And I was just like, all right, whatever. Of course, that leaves you open for these hate raids, though. And with a lot of these um, LGBTQ and uh, women streamers who might be maybe smaller and looking for that engagement, while they're more likely to get hate raided, they really don't have that luxury of just being able to turn all that shit off because in a weird way, that's almost like killing your own channel. Yeah, it's it's really like, I don't know, when I... To me, when I go into a stream and I go into like a smaller stream and I see they have follower only on like to talk to them. I understand why they have it on, but it's just like. If I go into a stream and I was like, oh, I want to talk to the person, I hit the follow and then it's just like and then I talk for a while. Then I realize I'm not a big fan of the streamer and I unfollow. That's in my mind just worse. You know, yeah. I understand why people have follower only on. I'm not a huge fan of it, especially if you're a small streamer. If you're a bigger streamer, whatever. Who cares? So, but it's like, when you're trying to get an audience, it's not really what you want on. No. So, especially slow mode. Like, sometimes you get that one person in, they're sending out a couple people, a couple messages in, like, slow mode. I think it's like you can do one every, depending on the level of slow mode, it's like every 30 seconds to a minute. 
something you really only see on bigger streamers to try and stop the spam. Yeah. So, because if you ever if you ever any bigger streamers uh, chat, all you just see is spam, just utter amounts of spam, and I'm just like, holy shit. <laughs> it's like you don't even look at uh, if you're a bigger streamer, don't even look at don't even look at chat. It's so it's so pointless. Yeah. I feel like. Which is kind of sad. It really, a lot of people, it really is sad. Because a lot of people want that engagement with their audience, but at some point they they got to give that up. Yeah. Yeah, or they have to just turn on slow mode and then it gets a little easier, I guess. Yeah. So. I know I've talked about that once before. It's like, you you know, a lot of people like the smaller streamers because they're, of the interaction that you can have between that between that, those people. But then you also mm -hmm. want to see them grow and become bigger and, you know, stream more and potentially quit their job if they have if they have another one. This is kind of just a hobby. And then but then once they get those, the more following you get more people in there, then you lose that interactability between the two of them. And then you leave for another streamer. It's it's weird thing where it's like you want them to succeed. But at the same time, it's like. You almost want them to stay where they are, but I feel like that's kind of rude. You wouldn't actually say that. <laughs> yeah. So. I mean, I've been in a few chats. Um, uh, one that I have been lucky enough to see grow from relatively small, I think I mentioned to you before, her name is Pumpkin Potion, where she would just kind of sit down and have days where she would uh, just talk to her community. And obviously, that's not much of a thing anymore. Like, she'll do educational streams, and she'll do just chatting, obviously. But I remember specifically there was this one one day where one of us that's been around her channel for a long time was like, I I'm very happy that you've been able to grow and that you're doing all this exciting stuff now, but I miss when we would just get to just, like, sit down and talk, and I feel like we don't have that kind of per personal connection anymore, I guess you could say. Yep. And and it is sad, but and I'm sure, like, they miss it too. But it's like you got to pick your poison. Like obviously, you want to grow and do bigger and better things. Same time, you you want to make the people that support you happy and be able to give, be able to do these one on ones with them that you just can't. Yeah, it, it's it's a hard line. Uh, but uh, hate reads. Let's uh, let's yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's let's important. go back to hate reads for a second. So, yeah, it, it sounds it sounds like that. Twitch knows where this where knows where the raids are coming from. It came from like this uh, cozy TV thing or whatever, which is basically run by. Uh, he said a white supremacist. Yeah, he's like a, kind of a he's like a, he's you know run a mill type racist sexist type dude. Um, oh, lovely. Yeah, and and it's just like he's a far right, like just person. I'm just like holy shit, this is unreal. It, like just reading all of this is unreal. Like he hosts like a bunch of conspiracy theorists on on that, and I'm just like, wow. <laughs> He's been blocked on multiple different uh, uh, social medias, including like Twitter, YouTube. I wonder why. Twitch. Yeah, I'm just like. Uh, so the, the, his response is that he created his own streaming uh, platform called Cozy TV. So wouldn't suggest going there. Just throwing it out there. Good for you, dude. Just. So, you know what? You can stay in your little hole of fucking nothing. <laughs> yeah, uh, just don't come ruin ours, please. Yeah. So, fuck's sake. Just, you built your, you've built your cave, now lie in it. Yeah. So, Twitch obviously offered 
some things that they that they found like you know turning the auto mod up to level three um they also recommended this uh uh survey bot i think is what they call it where it's like it is a bot but at the same time it's like it's a it's like a almost like a self-learning twitch bot i don't know it's hard it's a hard one to really talk about but uh, apparently it's pretty good for dealing with hate raids i well i shouldn't say pretty good it's it's something that is there that does it better than anything else even says it's not great it's still a work in progress but it's better than nothing yeah so there's that uh my only outcry is that twitch is still trying to do like this whole thing of like they're going to look into new verifications on accounts and uh, when they're creating accounts and taking legal action against the worst offenders what does that do though you know what i mean like Cool. You you punish the person that, if, assuming that you actually can punish the person that is behind this. But what does that really do? <laughs> you know, it doesn't really do anything in the long run. It makes you feel better now, but you have to like you you have to. There was a, there was a YouTube channel I used to watch, and he 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 always had like these inspiring things. And one of the things that has kind of stuck with me over the time, I think it was, what was his name, Prince EA, I think is what his name was. And he does like all these like inspirational type things, kind of like calling out familiar, yeah. certain things. He's he's a really cool YouTuber, um, and he makes all this cool stuff. But there was one thing that he was talking about how uh, there was you know when when you you call a person and like a tree is dying, they don't assess the tree by its branches. They they do it by the roots. That you have to root out the problem from the roots, not from the branches. Right now, Twitch is looking at the branches and going. Oh, we can fix this. And then they just fix it for a little while and then dies again because they're not looking at the core problem of what, of what hate raids are. Yeah. That's the problem right now. You're looking, you're looking at the problems now, but you should be looking at the problems in the future. Potentiality that hate rates, like, I don't want this to be a thing that, that kind of like what happened to the DMCA claims for a long time there was that they would appear and they, they would switch warn everyone. Don't play DMCA stuff. Don't do anything like that. And then in two, three months, everyone would just kind of forget about it. They'd be going back to playing music again. And then another couple months go by and more DMCA claims roll out. And now we're onto this whole thing where the music industry is, is still kind of going kind of going nuts with it. And so nobody's playing with it anymore. And so I'm just like, I don't want it to be that. I don't want it to get there is all, is all I want it to be. So... I just want there to be solutions. You cannot tell me there is not solutions to, to try and solve out hate rates. Like there is, you're just not doing it. That, that if, 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 if there was anything Twitch, that's what I want you to do. I guarantee you there's something you can do. Um, I am going to play devil's advocate a little bit here. I, I do agree that there's something more that they could be doing, but it's like we were talking about earlier. It's a, it's a difficult problem to solve because the root of the issue is people and the people that do want to do this kind of stuff and target streamers like this and trying to figure out who these people are before they make these interactions is such an incredibly difficult thing to track. And I'm guessing uh, there's a certain, to a certain point that a lot of these accounts are bots, but then there are accounts that, you know, that are not. And, you can only do so much to weed out bots on your site. Okay. Here, here's what I'm going to say in response to that. They can okay. with verification options, which they haven't done. I think I've talked about when the first time that hate rates happened, 
that how easy it is to make Twitch accounts at mass. Like, uh, so all you need is an email address, and that's not hard to come by just to make random email addresses. And that's uh, still a thing to this day. Do they not require a nope. phone number? I thought, phone number oh, okay. is only required if if the streamer has enabled it that you can't talk in their stream without it. That's not okay. Here's and, and here's half the problem of hate rates is that mm. even if you block them from talk from talking, they can they still just, watch your stream. Well, here no, they just they follow and it in, in most most if not all streamers enable follow notifications whenever a new person follows that you know the little sub thing a little pop up thing happens and you see their name oh, and it could shit. be and yeah. it could be something awful. <laughs> it could be something horrible. That they could that they could say in their in their username, and Twitch isn't moderating. And that Twitch isn't probably. moderating that is all I'm trying. Like they they have a, a small amount. Obviously, they don't allow certain words. I don't think they allow most swear words. But you can't tell me there isn't ways to get around that. Oh no, there absolutely is, especially when you combine like symbols and numbers and all this stuff. Yeah. It's incredibly easy to make so, like hateful messages that like. Bots just won't catch yeah. sometimes. So I understand your thought process there that the, the root problem is people and people are always going to be hateful no matter what. Um, yeah. But, but in there's essence, more that Twitch can be doing to prevent these people from behaving the way that they are. If they can't make it, if they hating. can't make accounts, then they can't get on. Then they can't get on the platform is all I'm trying to say. Like, just yeah. make it harder to make accounts. That's. What that 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 is what I want them to do. That's number one thing they can do, and so on and so forth. And the, and whether or not it requires that they look at more, um, they have stricter guidelines and maybe just like go through like literally have people just like going through. It's like okay, what could people use for like awful words as like symbols or numbers and stuff like that? Um, try and get around that and just yeah. instant block it before they can even say it. You know. That's the kind of that's the kind of mentality I want them to take. Well, I think they take it. Probably not. That's that. And that's the unfortunate problem. That's the unfortunate part of it. But that's what I want, especially with what uh, with what they're doing right now. They're suggesting all these bots and it's like, OK, well, why is it up to the streamer to, you know, like moderate their own stream in this way? And to say that the only option that they have to protect themselves is by uh, essentially like gutting their own stream by making all this shit so much harder to do it's it's ridiculous yeah and in the in essence if they do all the things i said we might also see less of those like hey want to be famous type uh botters as well or you big complaint on the site yeah i was like those ones aren't really like they're just kind of an annoyance where i just don't really care about them i ban them every time i see them but that that one actually apologized (laughs) he apologized before okay that was really funny, by the way. I was—I yeah. I don't even remember what I was playing, but I was playing some game, and I think we were playing like we were playing Yu-Gi-Oh, and uh, yeah. and it was just like the guy comes in, follows, and then just goes sorry, and then puts the puts the copy paste in there. I was like, hey, want to be famous? And I'm just like, and I was just like, what the fuck? When do botters <laughs> apologize? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, hey man, how's it going? Listen, I'm really sorry about this in advance. I've, and then he I've posts never Google seen that. Copy. I've I've legit never seen that. You know, at least at least they have manners. Sure, I'll I'll give them that much at least. 
So that was, I mean, I, that was just kind of funny in reality. I was like, I was, I was like, I was upset, but at the same time I was laughing in my head so hard. I'm like, yeah. I, I don't know what a bot apologizes for before they, before they put the, the copy pasta in there. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Oh, so that was pretty, that was something. So I'm just like, all right. Yeah. There's definitely some things that Twitch can do. Uh, at some point it does come down to humans. Um, just being shitty. Um, at, at the same time, Twitch does need to do more stuff. I yeah, uh, uh, like we. Uh, I don't want to repeat myself. Yeah. We're we're good. Yeah. yeah, but we we said what we wanted to say. So it, it's 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 it just reminds me of like last time we did this. It was like the 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 day off Twitch stuff. And if it comes down to they need we need to do that for more Again. longer than just a day, so be it. Just to get it get it through Twitch's head. I'm like, hey. People will leave if this continues to be a problem. Even if this is like this thing for a month and then a couple months go by and then again, they come back. It's like, there are things that you can do. I, I know it. You just need to do it. People left for YouTube once they can damn well do it again. It's true. If that's really what it comes down to. Want to talk about something uplifting? Sure. Uh, Super Nintendo world is coming to, uh, what is it? Uh, universal studios in Hollywood. Yeah, in 2023. So next year, I I have no idea what time next year. I don't even think they know necessarily. But uh, the the uh, one that was originally only in Japan had such high reviews um, that Nintendo is just uh, Universal and Nintendo are just like, let's make another one. Uh, the only thing I'm seeing in the comments uh, about that though is that apparently is I've never been to the Hollywood in the Hollywood uh, Universal Studios, but people are saying it's an incredibly small park, and unless they get rid of a ton of stuff, it's it's not going to be what it what it is in Japan. Which I'm just like, oh no. Well, maybe they're adding on to it. I you know we'll see. I hope it's like I hope it's like everything that it is in Japan. That'd be cool. But I I, I assume that takes up a lot of real estate. <laughs> Yeah. So, and if it's as, it, it sounds like it's pretty jam packed in there, but hey, we'll see. Oh, apparently there's a Donkey Kong thing opening up in 2024 in the Japan one. Hmm. Well, well, you know what we got to do now? We got to go to Japan in 2024. Look, look remember how we talked? We, remember how before the stream we talked about, like, if, you know, they open up Super Nintendo World in Universal Studios Hollywood, and we go, we have to let's go. go to Japan, but not see anything else in Japan. Just go for Super Mario, Super Nintendo Land. It's like we go from that, being like, yeah, we could go to any of the many, like, um, you know, restaurants here in Japan, but let's go to McDonald's instead. Yeah, you know. I feel like eating American tonight. Yeah, right. <laughs> So, I don't know. Everyone's kind of like going, like, "Oh, here we go!" You know, America's getting what uh, getting what what Japan was, and I'm just like, "We'll see if it's uh, you know that." Yeah. Um, but hey, that's pretty cool. We go to a Japanese store and being like, "Hey, do you guys have any shirts with the American flag on it?" <laughs> we can't get those in my country. Uh, I do find it funny that they they. That in this in this article though they say Universal says that Nintendo themed merch will be available in the gift shop uh, probably at the end of next month, but the actual like rides won't be there until what, next year. <laughs> well, they know that's uh, that people people are going going to buy it. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> but I'm just like the fact is you could go you could go. Okay, here's the thing: 
you could go to Universal Studios in in Hollywood in like a couple months, walk into the walk into the uh the fucking gift shop and see all this stuff for like Harry Potter or whatever else, the Jurassic Park or whatever, and then go and then say mario stuff i don't remember seeing any mario uh like rides around rides here. or anything like that and then they and then you go like searching around for it and you're like i, I just i don't see it like where, where where is it and it's just like it's not there <laughs> just that is, is insanely just, funny to me they just have chris pratt rocking around the park <laughs> he's not dressed as mario though yeah he's, he's, just, just, he's just chris, chris pratt. pratt it's just chris pratt and without an accent just goes I am Mario. He, go, he goes, I, Mama Mia. <laughs> it's a me, Mario. Just regular outfit, Chris Pratt. Just <laughs> standing in the corner of Universal Studios. It's a me, Mario. Want to buy some t-shirts? And, and they're like, who, who, why are you here, Chris Pratt? And he's like, well, you know, I was in like Jurassic World. I'm doing, there's a third Jurassic World, isn't there? Isn't there supposed to be I another one of those? Know. Jurassic World Extinction or something like that. I don't know. Jurassic World 3. I don't know, man. It's just like, I remember seeing the trailers for that a while ago, and I'm just like, you know, I haven't really really cared about Jurassic Park since the first film, which I feel like I'm in the boat with a majority of people there. I think that was the only good one. Well, no, 2 was okay. For the most part, hey, hey, by the numbers, Jurassic Park and Jurassic World uh, is not a good vi- is not a good movie franchise because out, it, out of the five films, three of them are are consider are, are by most people are considered not good. <laughs> so Fair. by the numbers, it's shit. <laughs> it's called Jurassic World Domination, and it looks very bad. <laughs> But imagine, I just, I just love that idea that you could go into the gift shop, see, see, see Mario stuff and go, where's the Mario rides? And then, and then you walk up to like some like a uh, uh, per, like staff person in, in there. It was like, hey, where's the Mario rides? He goes in Japan. <laughs> you guys have a shuttle that can take us there. Yeah, you, you could do like one of those like uh, what what is those things in like uh Aren't there like the in like uh, wasn't there one in like Godzilla versus Kong or whatever where they had they rolled like these like underground rails or whatever and they ended up in Japan? Yeah. Oh, they just use that. Yeah, just use that. <laughs> yeah, you could do you could do that with Universal Studios, you know. Just it's that easy. I I do hope it it will be like it will look like the one in Japan because the Japan one doesn't look real to me. No. It 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 looks like I'm in some I I dropped into some fantasy world so, I mean isn't that a good thing though like oh, shouldn't abs- that be the absolutely goal? but I'm just like will it look like that in the U S version I hope to God it does but we'll see oh man you know what would be really cool remember the uh, really old live action Super Mario Brothers movie <laughs> they should make it look like that oh God they should oh God they should have people they should have like staffers walk around as those god-awful Goombas. And then have John Leguizamo say hi to the... <laughs> you could have all the different Marios. You could have him, you could have Chris Pratt, and then you could have the voice actor for Mario there. <laughs> Just be the most fucked-up Nintendo park possible. Oh, God, it could be... It could be like... It could just be like one of the weirdest things you could ever see. 
and I, I'm, I'm here for it. I'm, I want it. All right. This is completely off topic. This is completely off topic of what we're talking about, but I just thought of it and it, it was really funny. So I was listening, I was listening to, uh, I was listening to, to the face jam that came out today and they were talking about how, uh, Eric and Michael went to go see the uncharted film. And the moment where it's like, remember like the, there was like this really emotional scene where it's like, uh, Nathan's Nathan Drake's looking through like his old belongings of like of like his brother Sam and then uh in inside the trunk there's like yeah. a naughty dog logo and so Michael in mm-hmm. in the middle of all of the in the middle of the movie in a jam-packed theater he go he go he sees the naughty dog logo and he goes whoa because because it's like because the thinking crash <laughs> and and he says it that loud <laughs> and and Michael and Eric just like fall out of their seats laughing in this incredibly emotional scene <laughs> in the Champak Theater. <laughs> oh shit, that, that made me laugh so fucking much. Oh god. I'm sitting at work listening to the podcast and I'm like doubled over and laughing because I'm just like I'm trying to hold in the laughter not to look like a fucking maniac right now. But it just it looks so awkward. If anyone was watching me, they're just like, what the fuck is happening? They think I'm like some sort of pain. Oh, God, that was so like I said, completely off topic. It just it just popped in my head. (laughs) Yeah. So. Well, it's uh, not completely off topic. It's not we already, completely uh, off topic, but at the same time, it's it was completely different shift from what we were just talking about. Whoa! <laughs> whoa! Whoa! <laughs> whoa! Whoa! Oh god! That, yeah, that 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 whole that whole meme video. Whoa! 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 <laughs> I love how this how this podcast has devolved into just going whoa. You know, one complaint I do have about uh, Super Nintendo Land, Land or whatever it's called, yes, is that there's only Mario-based attractions. They're adding Donkey Kong, like I said. They're adding they're adding the, the the Kong. That's basically Mario, though. It's not. It's Donkey Kong. <laughs> what do you want? Okay. What do you want? Like Zelda stuff? Yes. You think you think, you think maybe that, some Pokemon Nintendo, stuff? You think Nintendo would care? All right, they might care about Pokemon. Are you saying they don't care about Zelda? Out of all the franchises their... that they see that they seem to continually continue to make games out of is Pokemon and Mario games, and Zelda just kind of gets left in the dust. Breath of the Wild and uh, Two was the biggest game by, for the Switch so by far. sheer volume of games and just like the like like Mario got his like for his 25th anniversary got like a like an all-stars remake pokemon for its 25th anniversary got a remake of of that and a bunch of other pokemon games zelda gets absolutely nothing they get skyward sword remake <laughs> listen just because all they did for zelda's anniversary is release a game that no one likes if the DK rap is not playing constantly it's not donkey kong doesn't mean they don't care about it just seems Zelda. it just seems like, you know, it, it's like, you know, Mario Mario is the first Mario is their big money maker though. Mario is their first child, you know, followed by, po- by followed by Pokemon. Pokemon's like that that you know, like that that second that second child or whatever. Or no, I would say it's like the younger the youngest child. And then like do you have like that middle yeah. you have that middle child? That's that's Zelda. 
know, the, the middle child that that no that seems like no love whatsoever, that's Zelda. <laughs> you have Mario, who's the first son, is the most loved because he's the first. And then you have the youngest, which gets coddled the most. That's Pokemon. And then you get the middle child, which don't see that doesn't seem to get anything. <laughs> that's Zelda. Nah. There are two middle children for Nintendo, and their names are F Zero and Star Fox. No, those are like those are like the far off, like twice removed cousins or whatever. That like you said, they're going. What the fuck have you done in the past like twenty years? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fuck. Uh, the middle child, you know, eventually they get like the twenty dollars. Eventually they get the twenty dollars that you know to like go up to like something else but you know in in the end they really get nothing i still don't see why they just don't call it like super mario world because i feel like that'd be gonna add they're gonna add stuff they're gonna add all the mario they're gonna add other mario rides they're gonna add more nintendo stuff so it's not just mario what 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 out of of a zelda uh, if if they'd ever add a zelda ride what would would i want out of a zelda I don't know, like a roller coaster or some shit. I feel like they, they should a have like a ride off based off the Wind Waker. They should have a simulator of breaking pots. Like you pick up the pots, you put them over your head, and you throw them. That and then you find, and then you get the rubies out of it. And that's the whole ride. That's the whole ride. <laughs> I feel like that'd be a gift shop gimmick almost. <laughs> like that's where all the shit is, and you just like, get to break the pots every single time. And they charge you a f- they charge you a fee for the thing that you're already buying because you get to break the pot because of it. You know, it's like, like those... yeah, this shirt costs twenty dollars, but you have to pay an extra twenty dollars because now you're breaking one of our pots. Do you know in like those like old like carnival uh, games, there was always that one where it's like it's like the fishing game where you put the, like the the bag of fishing over the over like the tarp or whatever, then they fill it with a bunch of like just little bullshit toys. That's the Zelda attraction. That, that's the Zelda attraction. Then they like pull on it, and then you're like, "Oh, I got a bite!" Type type deal. That that's the Zelda attraction, pretty much. But instead of just like fishing, other... you break the pot. <laughs> so dumb. I got, we got million Nintendo... dollar ideas right now, Nintendo. Million dollar ideas. <laughs> Nintendo has to have some franchises that they can turn into rides other than Mario. I mean, I feel like F Zero would probably be the easiest. I mean, but the, the fact is, they already they're did Mario Kart. They're never going to do that, though. Oh, I know, but I'm no, just saying it's probably the easiest one. But Mar- considering they already did Mario Kart, that's never going to happen. What if they did like a Smash like, one where you could like where you could be like a a fighter? Bunch uh, you, other people. <laughs> well, you do like a. Virtual. It's like a fight club. They lock you in a small room. Well, and you, you could guys do like just beat the crap out of each you other. You could do like you could do like arms where you're like Captain Falcon. And you go show me your moves, and and then just like punch him and stuff like that, and do a Falcon punch. Like you get a Sockum Bopper or something like that. No, it's like a it's like a virtual reality thing, kind of like arms. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you, you sticking with me there? I I I'm with you. <laughs> Look, we gotta we gotta save space. You can't. Everything can't be a roller coaster. Well, I. <laughs> they already have so many simulators in Super Nintendo World. I think those are their only two rides where it's just. I think so. Put on a put on a VR headset and pretend like you're having fun. Like, can we get some actual rides in the theme park, please? Right, how, how about how about this? It, it, for the Zelda ride, there's a there's a roller coaster where you go through the cat the the castle. There you go. Okay, sure. 
you could see the Princess Zelda you getting you getting like kidnapped or whatever. Kid, no, that's and that's Peach. I was thinking like getting kidnapped, but I'm like just being. I don't, I don't even know. Gan, like Ganon's there, he's like ah. I I I have the one. I have the Triforce or whatever. So I'm I'm the hero. <laughs> Isn't that only like one game that, ha that happens? Isn't that like Twilight Princess where he also has like the power of the Triforce or something like that? Yeah, I, I think so. <laughs> that's, like, that's like one of the few Zelda games I have played. <laughs> that's why I thought about that. It's like I'm pretty sure Ganon in other, any other game doesn't have the Triforce. They're, they released like a Luigi's Mansion haunted house. That's still Mario. Damn it. Okay. Um. <laughs> uh. What other games should they make? You could you could do could, like you could do like a Pokemon roller coaster where you just see like a bunch of different Pokemon as you go through the roller coaster through all like the different generations. They could actually do like a Pokemon Snap thing. Could that would be pretty cool? You could you could do like um, a legit Pokemon Snap thing. They could do a Splatoon thing. That'd be fun. Uh, let's see though. Um, they have an Animal Crossing ride where. They just demand that you give them more money. The first thing that happens is you go up to Tom Nook and Tom Nook's like, here, give me give me a bunch of uh, uh, what is it, bells in that game or whatever. Yeah, uh, it's give me bells to continue on your your ride. And like you have to it's like twenty dollars worth of bells. And then everyone go Tom Crook. You stole my bells. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't that. I, you cut out there. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't hear it. it uh, he just goes like, "Yeah, wasn't that a fun ride? Go f ride something else now." <laughs> that was a fun ride. Yeah, you gave me bells. Good job. You've won the game. Congratulations. You have won the game, indeed. Man, there's there's not a lot of pick lot to pick from. Yeah, right. Okay, yeah, just uh, <laughs> just do Mario stuff. Why not? <laughs> Who gives a shit? You're right. He's just. Just Mario stuff. It's fine. Ugh. Yeah, then you could remake it as uh, Super Mario Land. I mean, we just discussed this why, about why they why don't they just call it call it that? I don't know. I find it funny that I think I think your, they I think your video is also broken. What's wrong with my video? No, it was just playing the same loop over and over. Like your mouth wasn't moving at all. It's working now. Oh, okay. It was like it was just like your mouth wasn't moving, but you were talking. It was very awkward. Oh, like I could hear you fine, but your video was just kind of like uh, it's kind of playing with your cord, not really talking by the looks of it. Pretty funny. What other? What other? Could they do like a Pikmin where you have Pikmin kind of walking behind you? You like tears of around. war attraction. Tears of war attraction. When when when, micro when Microsoft wants to make their own when uh, make their own theme park with Halo and Gears of War and like. Uh, all like the Bethesda what would games, those like those attractions. Be like? I mean, now that they have like Activision Blizzard and like and like Bethesda, they could do like Fallout, the Elder Scrolls, uh, the Overwatch, World of Warcraft, World or whatever. There's a lot you yeah. can do. <laughs> like, um, I'm more interested in a, in a Gears of War ride, though. They just go like, "Hey, you literal child! Here's a chainsaw." <laughs> Here's a chainsaw gun. Now go kill some. Go kill some aliens. What do you think the Halo like, a Halo ride would be? I mean, I'm guessing it'd be the same thing as the Gears of War ride, and it'd just be a clone of uh, uh, Astro Blasters. I think we're both we're forgetting Fire Emblem for Nintendo. What the fuck it, are they gonna do with Fire what the Emblem? fuck are they gonna do with Fire Emblem? Do something with three houses where you have each of the three house. There are three house leaders. I don't fucking know. 
Well, by the time that Riot is going to be done, there will release a new Fire Emblem game that's completely different than that. They're just like... I want to point out the flub that my brother just had. I don't know, just dang. And then he goes, say. <laughs> that, that was a good flub there, bud. I was like, that's why I was like, I, I was like, I don't know what they do with Fire Emblem. I fuck, I, I don't know. Just do like a Bayonetta thing where they have like giant kaiju monsters fight against one another from Bayonetta 3. <laughs> I know. I I I know. I is. I'm saying it's it's a great, it's a great flub. I'm not saying anything. I know that I know that D and the S keys are right next to each other. It's just a good flub. That's all I'm saying. I mean, that'd be like the next. That'd be the closest thing to like kaiju to like kaiju fights that we'd probably have. <laughs> I guess so. Uh, I mean, in Japan, there there are some uh, Godzilla themed attractions that I've always wanted to go on. I can't even lie. There's there you go. Then they get, then they could get him in. Somewhere in my parents' house, I have an Evangelion helmet from that one simulator ride that they have in Japan, where it's basically Godzilla fighting the Evas from that show. And it has all the cool shit, man. It's not fair. <laughs> I think PlayStation. You think Sony would ever make like a uh, its own like stu like PlayStation theme? Like yeah, like a PlayStation theme park. As like Aloy and Kratos no. there. <laughs> no, I, I. Fully expect, like, I would I want, like, Microsoft or Sony to make, like, an Xbox or PlayStation land? Absolutely. Do I think that's ever going to happen? Oh, fuck. Ever? Absolutely not. I'm, I'm still shocked that they're still making movies for it, to be honest with you. I mean, I hear that's going to be a big focus for Sony, uh, uh, like, upcoming, especially with the success of Uncharted. Like, why the fuck not? Yeah. It is, it is funny though that we, like what well, prior to like prior to oh, like this me, Halo. well hold on prior to this love for like uh these yeah these like video game franchises movies like everyone whenever you hear like a video game movie come out we all go oh why again and now it's just like now we're excited to see video game movies it's weird it's a weird thing anyway you were saying well by the way the halo show is gonna suck i'm fully on that on that boat now oh damn we can move on though but why, why you say that? Some interviews from the director and staff have been coming out where they're talking more about the show. And it's like, yeah, we're going to dive deep into the chief's personality and they're describing it. Oh, and boy. there's all these people that have been like. What are you guys doing? Like you, you, you came with us like you pitched this show to us being like, like yeah, you read into the all, read all these lore books and you're super into Halo lore and you're going to make it like really faithful it's not going to be canon which everything everyone is very relieved about but it's like i think one of the main things is uh they say chief's memory was erased and he doesn't remember any of his like tortured past about like how he was indoctrinated into this program as a kid and it's like that's complete bullshit everyone knows that chiefs remembers all that stuff yeah like big key figures in his life came in came into it during that time period it makes no sense for him to have no memory of the of any of that especially during this first arc when he's on the first halo ring it it, it makes absolutely no se sense does that mean like palsy and all these other important fucking people aren't going to be in the show is sarge not going to be a part of this anymore is he not in this version of the Halo canon. It the 
core audience that was going to watch this show are now incredibly pissed at it, and it's not a good look. It made me, it, it, I was nervous, but I was cautiously optimistic when I heard the person writing for this show was also the head writer for uh, Halo 4. But when she came out, uh, came out, she was like, yeah, I read all these lore books. I'm, we're now at 343, we're really focused on delivering stuff for the fans, and we're really confident that people are going to love this. It's like, cool, you got me, I'm in it. And to just follow that up by displaying that you have no idea what Halo lore is, you're, you're clearly not respecting the canon, and you're trying to make it up to actual fans by saying, oh, well, it's not canon, so you guys can ignore it. So who is this show for, then? Is it, like, pe- people wanting to get into Halo and haven't done so by now? Well, it's a video game series, so is it, are you just targeting people that want to watch, like, a new sci-fi tel- television show? Because, like, people looking for that, they have a multitude of options out there. I have no idea why they would get into Halo, of all things. Because it's It's a recognizable name? I guess so. You would think that the core audience that you're going for, though, is Halo fans. Yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those lines that, like, I've, I've oftentimes asked myself is, like, do video game movies go after their fan base or do they go after the audience in general? And it seems like they kind of go for a mix of both where it's some, uh, it's like mostly the general, like the general public, but at the same time, they, they include stuff that only hardcore fans would know. Like even like, I mean, look at, look at Sonic, for example. Uh, It was like, it's a, it's a recognizable one and you kind of get who Sonic is through the movie. But at the same time, they they put in like little Easter eggs with Sanic and the blue blur and stuff like that. I it's kind of how I look at it. I mean, even like even like during the Uncharted film, like you even look at that. It's like, oh, you know, they wash up on the beach and Nolan North sitting on the sitting on the beach. And he goes, oh, yeah, you know, we just fought of a yeah. we just fought of a plane. He's like, oh, that happened to me once. I still think it is one of my favorite cameos that, in, in, that the, was, in those movies. I thought that was great. I thought that was fantastic. That was really fantastic. That was yeah. so good. I was like, I was like, I have. If there was any way to put Nolan North in this in the in these in these films, that was the way to do it. <laughs> that was like one of my favorite things about the Uncharted. I was like, I laughed so hard. <laughs> yeah. I was like, only, only once that happened, huh? Only only once. <laughs> I was like, look, I know I haven't played many of the Uncharted films, but I guarantee you, he's probably fallen out of plane multiple times. It's happened at least one every once every single game so far. I think it happened twice in Uncharted 2, actually. Yeah, so. Trust me, it's probably happened more than once, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, that was pretty cool. I kind of hope that, like, uh, if they do go, they, well, obviously, they, like, they're, they hint towards they're doing a sequel for the Uncharted films in the film. Yeah. But, like, I hope that going forward, it's kind of like how, you know, for a while there in the MCU, while, you know, Stan Lee was alive, they had Stan Lee and, ev- like, had made a cameo in every MCU, fa- they MCU just have, one. They like, just have they just no, have no North, North in, every in, ev- in every single one. <laughs> and, like, and like I want to just point out, like, by the third movie, and like, Nathan Drake, and Nathan Drake is like, you following me? <laughs> like, Tom Holland just goes up, and he's like, hey, you following me? <laughs> it's like, why do I always find you? Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, I think that'd be pretty. I've funny. been a lot of places, kid. You don't even know. Yeah, yeah I, I, I've like, been so many places you don't even know. <laughs> then it's like in the uh, upcoming. Is it a movie or a show for God of War? Uh, I think it's an Amazon Prime show. So they should have the voice actor for the 2018 Kratos come, uh, like make a cameo on that show too. Yeah. I kind of hope that I kind of hope that both of like the voice actor for the new like the the new Kratos from the most recent game and then the one from like the old games. Well, uh, both of them there. Yeah, I kind of hope that both of them are there. And like the one guy, I hope the uh, I hope the the one from the new from the new one goes, hey, boy, come over here. (laughs) Need something, boy. Need something, boy. Like that. (laughs) Just have that nice, deep voice that. (laughs) <laughs> that everyone knows him by. That'd be good if they did that. I think it'd be very funny. Oh man, you guys are gonna make me play the dancing games? Fuck. Yeah. Well, it's done. I, I like the goal: eight thousand points, and I donated twelve thousand. Yeah, right. <laughs> Look, you asked. You asked for something to put your channel points into. There you go. Anything else coming to mind? Not really. Why don't we call it there? It's been about an hour and a half or so. So. Thank y'all so much for watching, for listening. Uh, be sure to follow my co-host Tom Cruise Can't Lose at his Twitch channel. And, you know, usually I come up with something witty. I have nothing witty to say today. Boy, tell me something. <laughs> you know, we, we, we were, we've been talking a lot about Uncharted, the games and the movies recently. And, but if uh, if you ever find yourself in some uncharted territory, you can also always enjoy yourself with, uh, one of these podcasts, wherever podcasts are found. We have uh, over 100 episodes or some shit. Uh, not, so there's not, a lot to listen to. Not, not quite. I, I think it's like 77. We have we have 500,000 episodes. 500 million years. Games. Since... Technology has existed. We've been talking about video games. Indeed. It's not like something we decided to do, but what was it? What was it? Like we started like in 2019 or something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Something like that. It was like late. mid to late 2019. We started doing this. It's still fun. It's still like my favorite thing to do every week. Uh, same here, dude. I, I, I don't want to get sappy here on you, but. You have these oh podcasts that have been popping up, and they've been only lasting like 10, 15 episodes, and you can see that their hearts really aren't in it. But so to see that this podcast has been going on for so long and how much we've both been enjoying it, it it, it feels good. You know, it feels real good. It does. It does. Yeah, you see, I mean, like, it's most of the time like when you see podcasts kind of pop up, it's it's like, oh, they have, like, like you say, kind of like a half-assed sort of idea to it, and then they realize this is—it's a lot yeah. of work sometimes. Like it, it can be. I mean, depending on how much effort you put into it. For us, we just kind of like some people put like real scripts and put like real agendas behind it. Like they—they want to talk about certain things and stuff like that. And we're just kind of like we just show up on Mondays and whatever. Uh, you know, we'll look up certain things and we'll just kind of shoot the shit. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I think that whole—that whole bit on Super Mar- Super Nintendo World was a giant us just talking. <laughs> essentially yeah so we talked about we we talked about fucking lost planet 2 for 20 minutes <laughs> near the beginning of this podcast yeah yeah so yeah 
So be sure to share this with anyone with anyone you think might like it, and uh, see you all next week for more shooting the shit and talking random bullshit about video games and video game movies and stuff like that. Uh, maybe we'll talk. What is it? Next week is uh, we'll have Strangers of Paradise, so maybe we'll get a little bit of time with Strangers of Paradise and see if uh, there's any more like really uh, fucking dumb shit, like where the whole monologue goes away and he goes bullshit and walks away. Yeah. Or maybe we can talk about Jack's favorite grunts where he goes. <laughs> that might be fun. Oh, hey, look, yeah. Jasmine just walked in. There's a doggy that just walked in. Anyway, now I'm go- I'm really off base here. So, anyway, we'll see you off. We'll see y'all next week. Bye bye. <laughs>